I'd like to um, start with a scripture that we've probably had. I know we had it this Sunday. I don't know if we've had it other Sundays. Um, I know for sure, though, that we, we covered this scripture. It's Proverbs chapter 3, if you want to turn there, and uh, verses 5 and 6. Proverbs chapter 3, verses, yeah, 5 and 6. So we're going to kind of build off. Thank you. Good job. Uh, I should. I, get, I didn't give Marty much warning about tonight's scriptures or different things. I don't have a nice, pretty PowerPoint for everything. But so, thank you, Marty. Great job. So I'm going to be reading it off this one. So that. Uh, so anyway, so it says, "Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him, and He shall direct your paths." So we're going to, tonight, we're going to be focusing on verse 6, which is starts with, in all your ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct your paths. In all your ways, acknowledge him. In all. In all your ways. In all your ways. Um, so, Marty, if we could go to the, the, the first slide of the PowerPoint that I, my little thingy. Uh, to kind of help us get the idea of, of this all, in all your ways, uh, there's just a picture, and hopefully it's, it's not very clear for my, <laughs> my glasses. Hopefully it's a little bit clearer for yours. But if you can, um, if you can see up there, uh, many times we divide our lives up into little boxes. And maybe men do this more than women. But uh, it's something that I've known about in my own life. And, and uh, don't feel like you have to copy down the little boxes. But uh, just to give us an idea that sometimes, you know, we can have our church box. And we can have our friend box and our job box and our house box and maybe a hobby box. And we have all these different parts of our lives. And so you can just see we're not going to go through them all. But, but you, you know, just think about our own life or your own life, you know. Um, but if you can see, I have some of them have God in the box, and some of them don't. Some of them have God in the box, and some of them don't. So this might be a picture of myself. So, so when I'm at church, I'm going to let God in my box because I'm at church. That's what we do at church. We worship the Lord. But when I'm with my friends, God isn't part of that. Or when I am at work or my job, I don't think about God. I just do my job. But since I'm a pastor, <laughs> it's kind of new to hear myself call myself that. But uh, even though I've been an associate pastor, we never bothered using the title. So hearing myself called Pastor Sean's a little bit different. Um, so like I might have a ministry part of my life where I'm working, helping others, and I'll let God in that box because I need his help. So, you know, uh, it might be worship. It might be doing something else. Like, tonight I really needed God's help with worship. Thank you for all the people praying for me. But then when it comes to my free time, another box, I might not have God in that. And I might do what I want to do. And then, you know, but I have a, I'm a good Christian, so I have my personal Bible study. So that's one of the boxes, the lower corner there. And I let God in that box because that's, you know, that's what we're doing. We're talking to God. But then when I'm through with that and it's time for breakfast and I move into the diet box, I'm going to pig out and eat whatever I want, and I really don't care what God has to say in that area of my life. Or I might move over to my movie box, and I watch what I want, regardless of whatever God would think about that. 
So, so you can kind of get the picture here. And again, we're not going to go through all the boxes. Just allow them to, uh, you know, think about your own life as I think about mine. You know, uh, one of the ways that if you're not sure, uh, if you're acknowledging God in a part of your life, one of the ways that is a real big blinking, flashing sign that maybe you're not is if you're worrying about a part of your life. If you are worrying about a part of your life, probably it's not given over to the Lord. So I might be having uh, problems with my kids. They are not doing what they should do. And I am going to all these different areas looking for wisdom and help of what to do with my kids. I might be going to a friend. I might be getting counsel from a library book. I might be going onto the internet and finding out, you know, okay, I've got problems with my children. What do I do? But the scripture didn't say if you, you know, to you know, go to all these other places, it says, in all your ways, acknowledge him. Acknowledge him. The, what, I'm, what the purpose of this whole thing, it's only one little thing that we're going to get tonight, is, is, is to erase the lines about what God wants to be involved in our life. To erase the lines about what God wants to be involved with in our life. It's said in Proverbs chapter 3, in all your ways. God has wisdom for every single area of our life. Whatever box, if we wanted to go back to the box slide, whatever box we might be in, whether we are having the greatest time of our life in that box or whether it were to box that we're having trouble with, God wants to be a part of it. You know, uh, this is a Greeky, <laughs> Pastor Eric, we're here, you know, there's the Greek and the Hebrew. We've been talking about that. The Hebrew concept wasn't like this, where you have all these different boxes and God's off in a different box. Marty, if you could show the next slide. The Hebrew concept and the Hebrew idea was that God was part of everything. He's a part of every single part of our lives. There should be no part of our life where he doesn't have, there's no boundary keeping him out. There's no walls, there's no borders. So that every part of our lives, God can be a part of it. Now, the reason God wants to be a part of it is not because he wants to keep us under his thumb and he wants to make sure we're doing what we're supposed to do. And he can limit and, and keep us from, you know, doing bad things. You know, he's like, Bruh. that's not at all, you know. And so if we've got that idea that, that you know, it's like, oh, man, you know, if, if God's going to be a part of every part of my life, I am going to have no fun. You know, we think that way. Or if I allow God to have control over my diet, I'm never going to get to eat ice cream ever again. And I might never get to have coffee ever again or whatever, you know, or... Um, you know, uh, another, you know, maybe the thing is spouse. Maybe it's a single person. If I allow God into that area of my life, I may never get married. Ah. 
you know, that was me, I'll be honest. Until <laughs> I figured out that, you know, nobody's uh, coming through, so maybe I better start praying about it. <laughs> anyway, anyway, God's a, God's a matchmaker, matchmaker. That's another message. We'll leave that, leave that alone. Um, it might be finances. It might be finances. Now, regardless, again, of whatever the situation is, whether this is an area that we're having a problem with or it's an area that we're very successful with, what God is offering to us, let's go back to the scripture, in all your ways acknowledge him, Proverbs 3. It's what God is offering us is his wisdom. You know, we use the word, uh, there's a class that's getting ready to be taught called extraordinary, or we might use the word supernatural. And both of them are similar because there's a word that we use a lot, ordinary, natural, and then there's something added to it, extra, super. Wherever we are, even if we are enormously successful, we may be the most wealthy person, the most successful in this particular area. God, if we allow him into that box, can add his wisdom, his super, his extra, to even the great abilities that he's given us to where we can even do beyond what we can imagine or think. There's a scripture that says exceedingly, abundantly, above and beyond, all that we could ever ask or think. Tonight, really, this message is all about expanding, expanding. There's so much that God wants to pour into us of his wisdom to bring a place of success in, in ordinary believers who aren't really ordinary but, you know, but he wants to bring it into everyday life. There's a, there's a picture that I have of this whole idea where God is bringing his, 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 as we acknowledge him in all of our ways, what can begin to happen? Now, we are a body of believers. We are a church body. We use that term. As we begin in the everyday parts of our lives to align our lives with God's purpose, submitting it to his wisdom, acknowledging him in all our ways, is allowing the wisdom of God to impact every single area of our life. Taking the time, it takes time. It takes time to say, even if it's just a little bit of time, it still takes time to say, God, what about this? You know, if we don't get real practical with how do you acknowledge God in all your ways, you're going to have to talk to him. You're going to have to get before the Lord and say, God, I really want to do this tonight, but I'm not sure, God, what do you think? And allow that relationship to develop. Because then what, you know, again, so let's, let's uh, I'm kind of getting off, but let me take you to the, the, the end of the picture. So <clears throat> take one individual. One individual who gets their life where every part of it begins to be ordered by the Lord. Every part of it begins to have that place of, of God's wisdom imparted and impacting. So this person is becoming a blessed person. Okay, we're not gonna, we didn't, haven't gone through the scriptures yet, but one of the things that wisdom brings, it says that riches and honor are come with wisdom, wealth. Okay? It's not just all about money, but then there's also peace and there's success. All these things. You take that one individual, 
and then you begin to put another individual with that, their impact becomes multiplied. We're all familiar with the scripture that says one can put a thousand to fight and two can put ten thousand. Okay? We all are aware of how that works in the spirit realm when it comes to prayer. But when our lives become the prayer, acknowledging God in all our ways is where we are allowing the flow of the Holy Spirit to flow and move through us every moment of every day. The impact of our lives is greater. When we meet somebody, it's not just a chance meeting. When we talk to somebody, even if it's just a clerk or a postal person or whatever, the, the chance encounters are opportunities for God to impact lives, even if it's just your smile. An anointed smile can break a yoke of bondage. Just, the, just if, if, you know, if God is in it, it can, it can make the difference for somebody's day. And so you take one person that way, and you add another person to that, and you add another person to that, and you add another person to that, and you add this section to that, and you add that section and this section, and those who are going to be back whenever summer gets over and they're done having a great time. You know, you have an amazing thing, an organism. You know, <clears throat> we think about the body of Christ, and I didn't get an overhead for this, so I'll, I'll be your, your thing, okay? The scriptures talk about how Jesus is the head, okay? Now, acknowledging God in all our ways as an individual means that the head, Jesus, has, has a say, Okay? If Jesus says, go this way, I go that way. If Jesus says, go this way, I go that way. Okay? Acknowledging God in all our ways is allowing the, the head, who is Jesus Christ, the head of the church, to have a say. And it's not a matter, and again, and again, and again, it's not a matter of Jesus wanting to ruin our lives. It's not a matter of Jesus trying to take from us. For God so loved the world, he gave. Jesus is interested in adding and multiplying, bringing increase. Jesus said, I have come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. He's not interested in taking away from us anything except what's going to steal, kill, or destroy from our lives. I don't know about you, but I want to get rid of that stuff, <laughs> you know. So, so you think about the head again. Okay, it's not just supposed to be an individual. It's supposed to be the body of Christ. So all I'm really doing is, is sharing what God's picture is, and sometimes we just don't take time to think about it. We do our, we do our own thing. We just go to work. We get up. We go to work. We get up. We eat. We go back to bed. We get up, have breakfast. We just, we just go through our lives day after day. I'm guilty of it. I've been trying to do better because the Lord's been dealing with this with me, you know? And so it's like, okay, Lord, help me. Because it, it takes time. It takes an effort. But if you can get the picture, now, I can't do this. This is where if I had a movie or something, it might help because I can't make my head go one way and my body go another. But you can get the idea. And if you think about somebody who's paralyzed, if I had somebody sitting in a wheelchair who's quadriplegic, which means they can't move their hands or their feet. 
no matter what signal their head is telling them, their body's not moving, apart from a miracle. We don't want that to be the picture of any church, much less this one, where God is sending these signals, go, do this, touch that life, do this. Because even though we may be doing our own thing, even though we may be busy, if it's not submitted to the Lord and it's not acknowledged before him, it might not be. It just might not be what he wants you to do. We can be so busy doing so many things. I can be. <laughs> I, can, I can spend my whole day frustrated with a computer. <laughs> Have more than once. <laughs> you know, and at the end of the day, I'll go, oh, why didn't I pray? Why didn't I pray? So it really wasn't a very complicated thing. I do want to go through some scriptures. I think that, the, the, you know, the, the picture kind of speaks and, and, and the different things that the Lord's given for examples. But what I, I want to just finish with a few more scriptures. So just remember, in all your ways, acknowledge him. I, I want to just emphasize a little bit um, about... Uh, how much God wants to get this information to us, okay? Because that can be a barrier where we, you know, it's like, okay, Sean, I hear you, you know? I, I want to do God's will in these different things, but I've tried to hear him. So we're going to talk about that a little bit. Um, let's, uh, if we can go to Proverbs chapter 8, and uh, uh, we'll, we'll go to a couple places in Proverbs. So, so remember, acknowledging God in all our ways is just asking God for his wisdom. It goes on to say that he will direct our paths. He will guide our steps. He will give us the direction that we need if we ask. If we ask. So uh, Proverbs chapter 8, just listen to God. This is God speaking to us. And when he talks about wisdom, I like to think of it as the Holy Spirit this is the Holy Spirit, the voice of the Holy Spirit crying out, trying to get that wisdom to us. Does not wisdom cry out and understanding lift up her voice? She takes her stand on the top of the high hill beside the way where the paths meet. She cries out by the gates. Think of this is look at all the different places where wisdom is crying out. Okay, so she's lifted up her voice. She's standing on the top of a hill. Okay, then nobody listened to her there. So th she went to the cross the, where the paths meet is an intersection. Okay, an intersection. So think of her over here at the, at the intersection and trying to get people's attention. And she cries out. Nobody's listening there. So she goes to the gates. Okay, with which in those days they had a walled city. That think of it as here in Woodward, you know the edge of the town, where the city limit sign is. She goes there to see if anybody will listen, and she cries out there at the entry of the city. And then she goes to the entry of the doors, to you, O men, I call. To you, O men, or women, I call, and my voice is to the sons of men. Next slide. Oh, you simple ones, understand prudence, and you fools, be of an understanding heart. Listen. You know, if, if God were, you know, crying out today, this is what he's saying. 
I am crying out. We're going to look at another scripture that says basically the same thing. Listen, that problem that you've been carrying for weeks and months and maybe years, I can help you with it. That financial system that, or a problem that, is, that you believe is going to take you under, I can help you with that. The, the strategy that you need to take your business to the next level, it's not at the next, you know, some conference somewhere. I mean, it can be if that's what God directs you to do. But the Lord also can give you that information. Is it a relationship issue? Listen. See, listen. For I will speak of excellent things, and from the opening of my lips will come right things. For my mouth will speak truth. My mouth will speak truth. God is not going to lead us astray. It may not be what we want to hear, but he's not going to lead us astray. <laughs> that's the, that's the, the rub of the matter. <laughs> is it's, sometimes it's not what we want to hear. And so it's like, oh, I think I'll go listen to this voice. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will direct your paths. You know, it doesn't matter what thing that you, you know, it could be, you know, a, a vitamin. Say you just want to research a vitamin. There are so many voices out there. So many voices. I don't know if you've ever done this. You say you just want to find out more about this vitamin. Some places will tell you, oh, it's good, you should take lots. Some of them will take you, tell you it's bad and you shouldn't take it at all. I don't know. It doesn't matter what you research, who you research. Well, I heard about this minister. Is he a good minister or a bad minister? I go to the internet, I type in his name. You'll have some things that tell you he's a good person, and there'll some that'll tell you that they're the devil incarnate. And, and so... What is truth? Where are you going to find that truth? If you look in the world, there's thousands and millions of voices speaking, talking, do this, do that. And all the time, God is crying out, saying, listen, I will give you the truth that you need. Acknowledge me in all your ways in all of them, in every area. And I'll give you the truth that you need in that area so that you will have good success. Good success. Life and life more abundantly. He goes on to say, wickedness is an abomination to my lips. All the words of my mouth are with righteousness. Nothing crooked or perverse is in them. Let's go to the uh, scripture of uh, Proverbs chapter 1. I may not have got it on the list, but it's... Uh, Proverbs chapter 1, let's start with uh, verse 20. Oh, good. Thanks. All right, it says, wisdom, again. So this is two places, out of the mouth of two witnesses, let a thing be established. Here's Proverbs chapter 1, and again, same picture. Wisdom calls aloud outside. Okay? Wisdom is calling. Wisdom is speaking. God is trying to get this information to us. Um, and a good example is uh, many of you have probably heard some of the testimonies from 9-11. Okay, there were many people that day that did things that they normally never do. Kids that wanted sandwiches and so that kept the parent from being in the, you know, in the building at the right time. Just things that, you know, sometimes things they were conscious and aware of and sometimes things that, that they had no clue that that was going to be the thing that saved their life. Wisdom was crying out. 
wisdom was crying out. Some people heard it, some people picked up on it, and some people didn't. So wisdom crawls aloud outside. She raises her voice in the open squares again. Again, all the different places wisdom is trying to get this message across. Listen, listen, I have what you need. She cries out in the chief concourses, which would be the marketplaces. Right now, tonight, in Walmart, and United, <laughs> and all the stores in town that are still open, wisdom is crying out. It's, it's, it's kind of funny to think about because we don't normally think of Walmart and God, and I don't, in the same thought. I mean, I, I do because there's people that, you know, pray for people in Walmarts. But other than that, you know, we don't normally think of God and Walmart ever having anything in common. But wisdom's crying out. Okay, a concourse in the Old Testament is a Walmart in the New Testament, you know, in our day. Okay, at the openings of the gate in the city, again, the same thing. She, she speaks her words. How long, you simple ones, you, you love simplicity. We would use the word fools. Well, you love your foolishness. That's probably more what we would talk. And, and we don't like to think of ourselves as being foolish. But if we are not allowing the wisdom of God into areas of our life, and, and this goes for me too, you know, I am just as guilty of this. Any area where I am not allowing God's wisdom to have an impact and make a difference and have a say, I'm being foolish. It's easy for us to look at somebody else that's being foolish and say, they're being foolish. Why don't they listen to God? But any area, any area. And this is sometimes, again, it's really easy. That's why it's nice to have the boxes because I can have my church box, and I can have my Bible study box, and I can have my ministry box where, where God has his way. and it's, it's marvelous. But I can walk out of that. And where has God been? Where has God been? But it doesn't have to be that way. But in those areas where I do that, probably tell one of those areas <laughs> when people ask me how many months along I am. <laughs> I know that's one of those areas. You may not think that I'm, you know, that people that knew me before, <laughs> they're like, uh, you've been eating really pretty well. <laughs> so <clears throat> I've been foolish, though. I've been foolish. I'm not that many months along, by the way. Anyway, okay. For scorners delight in their scorning, and fools hate knowledge. This is wisdom again. This is God speaking. And again, it says, turn at my rebuke. God sees where we are headed. Doesn't You know, remember it said, in all your ways acknowledge him, and he will direct your paths. What is God after? Okay? Every place of our life where we have... I get to be an object lesson. Every place of our life where we're not allowing God to have a say, we're headed for a cliff. We're headed for a fall. Why does God so desperately want to have a say in these areas? Because he wants to direct our paths away from what is going to harm us. Okay? I've already done this. I broke my shoulder. So some of you remember when I came here two years ago. Not, not fun. You know, I don't recommend it for anybody. So allow the Lord, allow the Lord to direct your paths away from the pitfalls that the enemy has to where you can come safely into what he has for you. Um, 
I'm going to just share, uh, let's go to James 1.5. A couple more scriptures and I'll be done. You're so fast. That's great. <laughs> I can't even look it up that fast. So it's right here. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. And now I didn't put up the next verse on purpose because sometimes we focus so much on, well, maybe I'm doubting. But, but if we focus on how much God wants to get this information to us, he will do whatever it takes. If we have asked, he will answer. If we have asked, he will answer. Maybe I don't get the information right when I want it. I don't know about you, but there are so many times that when the more that I have a problem, we'll say this is my problem. Sometimes it can be. <laughs> anyway, and I'm like, oh, God, I've got this problem. <laughs> you know, and I don't know about you, but I, I pray that way. There's times that it's like, oh, God, I need help. And I've got this problem, and it's like this. <sighs> and then there's times when I will put that down. <clears throat> Cast your cares on the Lord, for he cares for you. And I'll be doing something I have to attend to, like taking out the trash, mowing the lawn, something totally unrelated. And there comes that bit of wisdom that I needed. It doesn't always come, especially if I've found in my experience, it doesn't come when I'm going like this. <laughs> it comes when I set it down. And his still small voice speaks. He wants so much. His picture, again, is not the picture of the person that's paralyzed. He wants this church to be a living, vital organism, moved and directed by his Holy Spirit, where we each one are acknowledging him in all our ways, and where we're like, you know, assigned warriors that are going out each day accomplishing whatever it is It may be it can be 10,000 different things because a body can do so much more than an individual can. If I only had one cell in my body that was obeying me and the rest of it was doing its own thing, but, you know, it doesn't have to be that way. It doesn't have to be that way. So uh, there's uh, uh, let's just close with this next scripture, First Peter 5, 5. Um, I have a joke with, with my wife about the closings. <laughs> so we'll see if I can do this. <laughs> so all I want to do is close with this idea. It says, likewise, you younger people, and I didn't really want that part of the verse, but it, it goes on to say, you know, be submissive, be closed with humility. Verse, And it says, God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. Remember that when I started with the idea that if you have a question of whether or not God is in that part of your life in that box, in your movie box or your friend box or whatever, is, is it something you care about in terms of anxiety, worry, fear? Any place where we're holding on to those things, it's really pride. God, I can do this on my own. I don't need your help. God, I don't need you to tell me how to eat. 
I like pizzas and tacos and burritos and mixing them all together all at once. <laughs> I'm getting some amens on the front row. <laughs> I know that if I said avocados and tomatoes, I wouldn't have an amen on the third row. <laughs> anyway, but the idea, though, is the humble get the help. The humble are the ones who get the help. When it uses the idea but gives grace to the humble, God's grace, you know, we think of it as his unmerited favor. But God's grace is his, also his ability. Acknowledge him in all your ways. And not only will he give you that place of grace that you need of wisdom, but he will also give you the grace that you need of his anointing. It all comes from the same Holy Spirit. When we humble ourselves, it's so simple. Help. Let's practice. Can we all say help? It's that simple. It's just that simple. Whatever pl place that has been a, uh, a block doesn't have to be. I say that for myself, too, because I've got blocks, too. You know. It's not fun to beat your head against the wall. I've done that. Actually, I did just the other day. <laughs> Some of you saw Anna's cap. I wasn't, wasn't trying to get information. Anyway, um, but the humble are the ones who get the help. God is not going to force his help on us. He doesn't do that. The only time he does that, if you've got somebody praying for you. But if you don't, ouch. And we can't live our lives trusting that some prayer warrior is going to be covering us. There's a grace for that. But there is a place where God expects us to humble ourselves. There's probably some things the prayer people can stop. There's other things that when they get to the edge of that cliff, we'll take the fall. So we shouldn't rely, you know, some of us, I have, a, my mom prays for me. You know, but I can't rely on that and live recklessly. <laughs> I can't drive like I normally do, right, honey? <laughs> I need some wisdom. Uh, so, there. That's really all the message I had tonight. Something to think about, something to chew on.